spaghetti and meatballs. And the meatballs. And if you would like some, you come to our restaurant. Come to our restaurant, eh? Restaurant, eh? Uh-huh. What about the linguine? Leap linguine, Mario. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh, you, look, Ezra, uh, I'm going to make a decree. You're forever banned from impersonating any character ever <laughs> Why? on this show. Uh, everyone in favor, raise your hand. Uh, well, we can't see them, so... I don't even have to vote. Well, the four of us voted. You cannot. After listening to you do that Gollum impersonation for literally four minutes. Oh, yeah. I almost physically died. Do it again. That was so, bad. No. Do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure for everyone. I'm your Dungeon Master. My name is Paul. And today I'm joined by five friends of mine. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Kjork. He did it! (laughs) Oh, he's so proud. (laughs) Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Mogert Stonefire. Good. I'm Ezra, and I play Claren Dree. Ooh. Not Balric, not Rain. Nope. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Loric 2.0, and there's no chance of redemption. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, now i got to read that review. <laughs> Who do you play, Zach? I play Chris. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm Sam, and I play Torgan Strong Eyes. Torgan Strong Eyes. Strong oh, Eyes. No, <laughs> not Strong Eyes. <laughs> Been getting those squats in. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. We are excited to play some more Dungeons and Dragons. And we're also excited to have Sam back with us again today. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sam. Uh, we are going to get back into some D&D. Uh, we are excited to find out what exactly has happened with... Old Boppin' Philibrick. Boppin'. Uh, good old Boppin'. Uh, but before we get Twist to that, we do... Pull it. Boppin'. We're not doing that again. We're not doing the Boppin' thing Twist again. It. We did. Y'all did Boppin' for four minutes. <laughs> this Pull is our last episode. This is it. This is the final episode of Make Believe Heroes. Let me find that review. I, I was going to read a different review, but don't worry. Uh, I'll read your, that review next time. You know, actually, no, I'll read them both because this is actually an updated review from someone we've already read before, which is Missy801, which I think we read like an episode six of this show, which I don't think has even been released yet. Missy801 updated their review to say, updated review for season four. So glad you guys are back. But after one episode, I'm making a prediction about fan supportive characters. That's ominous. Chris <laughs> will be about as popular as Lorik was for most of his run on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Now, okay, let me, so uh, if, we, if it ended right there, we would be like, well, you know, that's kind of mixed, because I know a lot of people that Lark is their favorite character. Not me. Um, and I personally think that Lark had just a crazy awesome run in season one, especially by the end. But then they go on to say, Lark redeemed himself, not sure Chris will. Yikes. Yikes. Chris, what do you have to say in response to that that's not too salty? I'd rather not. <laughs> I am on a path of redemption now. It's all so. salt. Chris hasn't even done, like in episode one, Chris hadn't even done anything. I think he had like made a couple like snarky comments to uh, Zinks and Zalbar, but don't worry, it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. now, now I'm going to read a new review from one of our awesome fans. And if you would like to have your review read 
on the show, go to iTunes or Podcatcher is a really cool new place. There's also a new service called uh, Good Pods. Have any of y'all checked out Good Pods? Nope. Have you heard of nope. it, Sam? It's a new thing. They're trying to do it like they're trying to make it like a social media platform. Like you listen to your podcast there, but you also have like a feed. And so I don't I don't really know about the whole social media aspect of Did it. Did you say Good Pods? Good Pods. There's none that doeth good. No, not pods. No, not pods. <laughs> You're this is a review from a fan of ours. Name uh, this name is Siren X E L capital A. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but Siren Zell A something like that. Siren, uh, best D and D podcast ever. Great, easy listening. Best for people who like being told stories. I love you guys. Keep it up. We will keep it up, even though I did just say this was our last episode. Um, I don't I like stories. Um, anyway, we're going to keep it up, Siren. Thank you for the review. Um, and, and if you, like I said, if you want to have your review read, just go leave us a five-star review, and we shall read it live on the show. I'm going to leave you a one-star review. Also, if you go to patreon.com and support us, even at the $1 level, we will give you a shout-out on the show because you are the wind beneath our wings. And uh, we're going to give a shout-out to one of our patrons. been around for a while now. Some of you may have even Who's Joe? heard her uh, and met her on the Discord, if you're a patron. And that is... <laughs> I've heard of her. Emily. Emily. Also known as Emily. Also known as Lucius. I think we actually need to cut Emily's shout-out out of the episode. She's never had Baja Blast, and that cannot be forgiven. Oof. It's Baja Blast, if you didn't see. Baja. Baja. Baja Blast. Baja. Baja. You ready to play some D&D? Can we just add lots of extra JAs at the end of Baja? Baja. I drank one earlier. I'm going to roll a giant blue D20. That is powerful. That's a three. Oh, boy. All right. Tres. Three. Nice. It's a magic number. Y'all needed Three. a good roll. Before we continue our adventure, let's talk about what happened last time. On Dragon Ball Z. On Make Believe Heroes. Last time, Balric, or should I say, Claren Dree. Don't use that name with me. Was called by King Durand to give answer for his chicanery. After explaining that he is searching for a crooked crime boss called the Falcon, the king agreed to let him remain with the party as they searched for the Eldrum. He called for a guide, someone who could lead them through the northern wastes, who would meet them at the exit of the eastern crescent. As they waited for their guide, Torgan Strong Eyes, Kjorg made an impromptu call to Brackle, hoping to gain more information on Kilmont. Brackle couldn't offer much help himself, so he messaged High Cleric Glaron, who promised to send the information on to someone who could help. As their conversation ended, Torgan arrived, introducing himself to the party and then quickly setting out toward the stairs. Torgan led them down to the third level of Dimmerhold, which is locally called Mine City. They traveled through the dark streets toward the mining shafts and rails, where Torgan hoped to commission aid from his friend, Boppin Philibrick. Boppin. But to his surprise, when they arrived, Boppin Dirty was 20. nowhere to be found. As they investigated the area for clues to where he might have gone, Chris spotted two brigands heading toward them. Once they'd been spotted, Chris and Claren made a break for it, yelling back to their friends with the party hot on their heels. So that is where we're going to begin today with the uh, five of you giving chase through the streets of Mind City after somebody you don't know who. So here's what I need you to do. Mm? Roll initiatives. Uh, I don't want to. Initiative. I got a 10. 
I got a dirty 20, boys. Oh, yeah. I got a natural five. <laughs> five is not good. Did I got... you get a natural five? I, yeah, I got a straight five. <clears throat> well, you know what your initiative is, right? Plus nine. Didn't know that. Yeesh. I didn't know that was a thing. Cool, so that's a How was your initiative a plus nine? I'm a ninja. Insane, bro. Fast boy. Torgan got an 11. I got 13. But I am going to let Chris and Claren take a turn before the rest of you since they took off running before you guys. So they're going to get, it's kind of like, think like a surprise round as he yelled back. They're going to take one quick turn beginning with Claren. Claren, here's what you see. You guys were over by the mine shafts and all that stuff. And you saw like up ahead of you, like a building where you guys came through the streets, these two figures I can't remember if I described you seeing one or two, but there were two. You saw them like step out and then look and see you guys. And when they saw you standing there and you made eye contact, they turned and fled. Okay? Yeah. So what is your plan? You are in a skills challenge. Okay. okay for now. And All it's right. not like you got so many successes, whatever. You just need to use your skills, attacks, abilities, whatever, to try and catch them, stop them, kill them. So uh, each one of these hallways, though, don't connect, right? They're all just... It's a, it's a street. Oh, I thought it okay. It took off down a street. Gotcha. I'm so confused about the. I forget this place is like. It's a city. Everywhere. You're, you're, you're upstairs, in, downstairs is a city. You're it's in a confused. city. You're I inside of a city. Okay. A dwarf city. Underground. What so do? the street does it, it. There's nothing to connect the street to like cut them off anywhere, is there? Like to try to flank them or something. Okay, like that. so you're asking if you might be able to spot a yeah. different direction you could run to to try and flank them. Okay. Yep. Roll me a perception check. I got a 7 plus 7. That's a 14. 14. Okay, so 14 is okay. It's not like the best, but it's okay. Yep. So here's what I'm going to say. Where you're at right now, you take off running toward them, and you, like, turn down the street. Chris is ahead of you. Same street? Uh, Yeah, he is running. uh, You know, he's, like, same right where you are. Right as you go to the back of the street, uh, you see that there is a parallel street. And so if you're hoping that you might be able to run alongside that and cut over in front of them without them knowing you're chasing them, that is your opportunity to do so. But you're going to have to move pretty quickly to get ahead of them. You're just going to have to hope that Chris can slow him down. Okay. So do you go down that street or do you go forward? Yeah, wow. This is harder than I thought. I made a weird decision. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Chris and be like, Chris, I'm going to go this way and see if I can't cut him off. Slow him down. And then you take off down the parallel street. Okay, Chris. Um, you're running. You hear Claren yell that out. And as you do, uh, you are looking forward toward them, Chris. And I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. DC 14. Yeesh. It's a 12 plus 2. So 14. So what did I say the DC was? 14. <laughs> it's a 14. <laughs> 14. Okay, so that is good enough. You, as you're running forward, you feel your foot roll on what feels like a tiny metal ball. And when you do, you spot that they have been dropped all over the road. Ooh. You keep from falling down, which is what was going to happen, but you do have to move much more slowly to keep from falling on them. Uh, Difficult terrain for about 10 feet. Okay, how far away are they? Would you say? I'm going to say about 25 feet from you right now. Okay. But they are, na- they are now gaining ground because you've had to slow down. Gotcha. I want to cast a third level hold person on both of them. Third level lets me target an extra time. humanoid. Oh. oh. Then you can try. Yes. Very good. Very good. It is a wisdom 16. The first one's going to roll with the wooden die. Okay. And it's wisdom, you said? Yeah. It's 
probably not very wise. Yeah, he got a, he's got a plus zero, and he rolled a natural 12. So the one on the left, who seems to have, uh, like, dark hair with gray peppered through it, from what you can tell from here, suddenly stops. Yes. The other one got a 17. So. No. The other one does not stop. He is running, and as he's running forward, he kind of just notices that his buddy has completely stopped, and you hear him kind of yell something out back toward him. Uh, and at that moment, Kjorg, it's your turn. I run. You are running from, <laughs> you guys are over by the shack, so it's going to take you a whole round to get to where you can see down the end of that alley that they ran down, because you guys were a little bit further away. So you are running toward that so you can get into sight of them. When you do, you see one guy stopped up ahead. You see Chris kind of like trying to hop his way through the gra- across the ground. You don't know why he's doing it like that, but he's not running. And another guy is still running full speed ahead. And the other guy, the guy ahead of you is probably about 60 feet away, the farthest. And they're about 30-ish feet away from you. So I'm not going to be able to make it to those ball bearings? You could, but you have to uh, you have to spend your action to just run this turn. That's fine with me. Okay, you dash. I'm gonna dash, and then Double I want to long jump over it. Okay, you can, uh, yeah. And uh, what is you're you're like? I have a remarkable athlete. Yeah, remarkable athlete. That's the one. Remarkable athlete. Just give me a. I think jumping is generally a strength check, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how long jump works. Well, just make me a check. What kind? Athletics. Athletics. Okay. Yeah, boy. Sounds like an athletic move. It's a 12 total. Student in the front, athlete in the back. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Is that a haircut? (laughs) A 12 is still good enough, especially with your remarkable athleticism, to clear 10 feet. Because what it says is it adds 5 feet to your jump. So I'm going to say you jump exactly 10 feet. uh, And you just managed to clear them. And so at the end of your turn, you are within... I'll say you're within about 25 feet of the guy ahead of you. Nice. And now it is, uh, because now we're going in regular initiative order with everyone. It's their turn. So the first thing that's going to happen is the guy that has been held is going to try and break free. He does not. He rolls an 11. Nice. He is still frozen in place. The other guy had had kind of slowed down and was going to run, maybe run back and try to grab his fin. But at that moment, he saw this enormous like six foot seven dark charcoal stand half orc <laughs> leaping through like barreling full speed so now he is going to turn around and run as fast as he can uh he will sling back a uh we'll say a dagger trying and hit you with a dagger kjorg oh that is that's that's a 17 on the die so i'd say that's probably a hit yeah i think mine is a 16 okay so that's like a 20 or a 21 yeah 21 to hit so you're going to take a little bit of dagger damage it's going to be five. You take five damage as a dagger comes flying back and sticks right in your like right shoulder cuff. Clarence, yeah. it's your turn. Awesome. So basically, here's what I want you to do. I want you to make me a acrobatics or athletics. I'm going to say either one. Uh, so looking at your sheets, you're probably going to want to go acrobatics. acrobatics. <laughs> I want you to make me a check to see if you can get ahead of them and cut off the guy that's in front. Oh, that's a 23. It's a 13 and plus 10. Nice. 23. So, I mean, with a 23, especially since I just rolled him a, uh, a counteractive roll just to see how he's doing, and he rolled literally a natural one. Yes. Mm. <laughs> but since it's not his turn, I'm not going to, like, penalize him too bad. You just way beat him. You manage to, like, see an, an alley to your left because you're running through a path on the right side. It's kind of dark out. 
you see an alley that's to your left, but it looks like it's going at an angle and is going to just converge on the one they're on, yeah. which is perfect because yep. it allows you to yep, keep yep. running full speed ahead. And you just grab your second wind down deep, bust through, pushing as hard as you can, yep. and you come flying out in a direct collision course with him. Ooh, so I can like flip and fly tackle this joker. Um, not on this turn because oh, this turn you made acrobatics. Oh man! But you are you are right. You're right yes. on him. Okay, so cool. you're right next to him. So when we circle back around to you. You will have an opportunity to try and do something. Come here, you wretched scumbag. Okay. All right. Okay, right. Batman, chill. You did it. You really did it. Motor. <laughs> you did it. I'm hoping it's. I'm okay. hoping it's something I need. Is what I'm so hoping. So <laughs> one of them stunned, or one of them's held by uh-huh. Chris, and yeah, then and the other one is running away from big half orc and yeah. guy in the alley. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I want to rage and get over there so I can at least see them. Yeah, you. You're just like Cure did on his turn, which is all happening kind of at the same time. You're just a step behind. You get over there in time to see Kjorg running forward. You're at the end of the alley, and you can see them way up there ahead as well. So what do you want to try and do? Anything? Okay, so I want to go over there in the alley. Mm-hmm. And when I see them, I want to take off Turtle Rock. Yeah. And I want to throw it and hit that guy that's still running. We're playing Mario? You're going to throw the hammer? I'm going to swing like around because it's... It's a long hammer. It's it's a war hammer. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna swing it around and then I'm gonna throw it and hit the guy running. It's like Smash Bros. Okay. Uh, give me a uh, give me an attack roll. Now he's really far, so I'm gonna say you gotta do it with a disadvantage because that's the way like distance works. That's the way range weapons work. <laughs> that's the way distance works, bro. You're the worst. Uh, that's the that's the D and D rule. That's not me. You know, like for example, this hand axe. It has a thrown distance of 20 feet, range of 60 feet. Six plus eight. Okay, so that is a 14. 14. Which is exactly what his armor class is. So that is a hit. So I'll say that the hammer is going to... I mean, it's he's really... hes It's like right outside the range of where you could even get this hammer to him. Because he's like almost 60 feet ahead of you. So what I'm going to say is that the hammer comes flying through and it, it just it's going to hit his feet just enough that it trips him. So it's, we're not going to even even do him damage, really. Like you said, it's just, instead of damaging him, it's going to knock him down. So he is going to go sliding uh, on his belly when it does. And at that moment, it is Torgan's turn. Torgan. All right, Torgan's running up, following these guys. Can I get to where I can see him? Just like Mogert, basically, because you guys are pretty side by side. You can get to the alley. You come up like right behind Mogert when she's throwing her hammer. So you can see them up ahead, and you see the, her hammer collide with the one in the front. You see the one standing there. Like, you see all that happen. Okay. So Torgan and uh, Boppin go way back. Mm. Torgan's going to try to figure out who they're dealing with. Maybe if Boppin had any enemies or if there's any information uh, in his brain somewhere. Okay. So you're going to make, like, a history check? Sure. That's a nat 20. Oh. Minus one. Yeah, oh, minus one. The minus one is, just doesn't matter in this case. Okay. You know everything. You know all of his past, all of his future. You know exactly who these people are. <laughs> okay, so you don't know who these people are, but Lame. what you do know is this. When you're you're kind of rushing forward, you see them, you kind of have this memory of like you and Bob and sit around talking and 
and basically like him telling stories um, about people trying to kind of strong arm him into helping them do illegal things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's got mm. a the job that he does is importing and exporting goods into Dimmerhold, right. which is why you're going to him to export yourselves out of the mountains. <laughs> so, you know, when you when you see sort of these guys, you kind of get a general feel from them that they don't exactly look like upstanding citizens, that perhaps that's what's going on here. Maybe he refused to help someone out um, or to do something illegal for someone, and now there's a good chance that's why he's not where he's supposed to be. That's At least that's what you think. Okay, cool. Well then, yeah, Torgan will just keep pressing forward and try to get to him to squeeze more info out of him when uh, when he gets there. Chris. Okay, so after seeing Mogert kind of like knock the one down with her hammer, right? I'm just going to walk up to the one that I have held uh-huh. and go, hey, Kjord, do you mind carrying this for me? And then I'm going to dead leg him with my staff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you, you technically still need to make an attack roll since he's standing That's there, fine. but since he is incapacitated, I think you have advantage, right? Would a nat 20 do it? Yeah, Ooh. feels like it probably would. Um, so What a wasted yeah, roll. Uh, it hurts, man. Um, I mean... I smack his leg off. You you deal him. You can roll me two d8s if you want to, since you were technically hitting him with your quarterstaff. Um, sure. So why roll not? me two d8s uh, plus nothing, but just okay. a straight two um, d8s will hit him. It's twelve. Okay, so he takes twelve damage, uh, and he screams out as you as, as as he like falls over. He still can't move. That is the end of the first round, and you guys have basically already incapacitated all of them. Kjork, you're standing nearby. You're like right up where he's at at this moment. Do you grab this guy? What do you do? You've seen the other guy get hit with a hammer, and you see that Claren is is like right on top of him. I mean, it looks like the work here is done. Well, you know, some of the work is done. So do you grab the guy that's on the ground? Yes. Okay. I want to restrain him. Okay. So you got anything to restrain him with? Arms. Oh, okay, you're just going to hold him. Cool. Put him in a gridlock. Muscles. Okay, Kjorg has got one held down. Uh, the guy is going to make a save, and that is a 16 to break free from hold person. I think that does it. That means. Okay. So he's no longer held by magic, but Kjorg, you've got him. Uh, just go ahead and give me a grappling check, Kjorg, to grab him. Mm, what would be the bo- uh, bonus of that? Or, the, or that a- athletics. Athletics, sorry. Would that be a... Uh... 17 then. Okay. He starts struggling immediately, but you've got a, a good enough grip on him that he can't uh, he can't break three. The other guy is getting up. He is rising up off the ground after getting tripped up by the hammer, and he is trying to just keep running. Like, that's all he can do is try to run. You're right up on him as that's happening, and your turn is right after his. So why don't you tell me what you want to do to try and stop him from that? Oh, yes. I want to fly tackle this joker. Oh, okay. If I can. So he starts trying to get up, and you're just going to just dive right like, onto him. Yep. Football tackle this dude. Okay. Uh, I guess I guess it's grappling, too. So make me a grappling check. And I'm pretty sure with grapple, you can use either dexterity or strength, which is acrobatics or athletics. That was a 12 plus 10, so 22. So 22. Oh, boy. Uh, he got a 15, so you yeah, win. You tackle him. You've got him onto the ground, and you've got your arms 
wrapped around him. You've got him grappled. Okay, cool. He is held to the ground. So being held to the ground, both of them incapacitated, I'm going to say that knocks us out of initiative order. That awesome. was pretty uh, vicious and, and decisive yeah. victory that you guys had. Which, I mean, these dudes weren't too nice. beefy. <laughs> Nerds. So, Kjord, you have grappled the one. Are you, like, carrying him? Yeah, I'll throw him over my shoulder now. Okay, you're carrying him forward to where the other one is. Uh, Mulgert and Torgan, you got, and uh, do you guys come up with him as well? Run up and catch up with him? Mm-hmm. So you all catch up together. You're in the middle of the street. There are people around looking. Some people are kind of whispering and pointing at you guys. It's dark. It's in, it's like in the evening, and it's always kind of dark down here in Mon City. Uh, but there are a lot of people looking around. Can I kind of see you guys? They saw it went on. What do you do? Torgan's going to walk up. He'll uh, pull out a hand axe. <laughs> uh, he's not doing anything extreme. Just wants it to be ready. Kill him. Ah, but he Kill. will say, nice. who are you? Where's Boppin? Twist it. Pull it. Pull it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've got a dark-haired one and one that's kind of got like blondish hair. Uh, it looks kind of like a blonde mullet. Who's uh, got which one? It's kind of matted down with sweat. The blonde mullet is the one <laughs> that you've got. Yes. And the darker-haired one is the one that Kjorg has. Wait, are y- y'all still holding them? Or they're like yeah, tossed oh, yeah. on the floor? They're, oh, they're, they're technically still holding them. Yeah. Okay, cool. But Mogard, as you're like walking up, you hear people talking and like pointing and saying and, and all that stuff going on. Uh, as you say that, holding the axe, uh, the one with the blonde heart, the one with the blonde horror, <laughs> the one with the blonde mullet, hair says, so horror. Sounds good. <laughs> "You better let us go. You better let us go right now." Who are you? You oh. better let us go. I got the blonde hair, right? Yeah. Okay. Could I see? Would I know who? Like, what group these guys are from? Could I tell what they're from? No. Like, oh man. Okay. I said you better let us go right now. You don't you're you don't know what you're getting yourself I slap into. Him. Okay, you slap him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he slaps him, Mogar, as you're walking up, you hear someone on the side say, Someone should call the guard. No, no. Someone should call <laughs> the guard. Don't worry. Do you see don't what's worry. No. Someone it's needs going to call to be the guard. Fine. Someone needs to call the guard. I, I'm going to tell the guard. And then you see like he a young guy king. take off take off running down the street. Let me get my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I slap him too. You slap him too? I slap yes. him really hard. Same guy? You bet. <laughs> Y'all just keep slapping him. In the back of the head. Tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. Y'all better let us go. I'm telling you, you better let us go. You don't want to do this. Is that the same guy saying that? Yeah. The other guy hasn't said anything. Blonde head guy? Yeah, the blonde haired guy. The mullet, mullet man. So I got him on the ground, right? Uh-huh. So I have him on the ground. I'm kind of like... I'm over top of my arm, holding his neck, sort of, like, keeping him down. Okay. Chest, or my knee on his <laughs> and chest. And I'll just keep sl- reaching down this well, man. Well, I slapped him the first time. <laughs> his and he face keeps is saying, literally in the dirt and just slapping him. <laughs> <laughs> he kept <laughs> saying, who are you, or let me go. Well, the yeah. second time, I'll just pull my dagger up and stick it close to him and say, I'm going to ask this one more time. Who do you work for? Okay, I mean, go ahead and make me an intimidation check. Awesome. I'm still imagining Cure reaching around the guy he's holding. What is like the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. It's, an, it's a five plus three. Yeah, that is definitely not going to be enough. Uh, he seems undeterred. Okay. Slap me all you want. I'm not going to tell you anything. When I see Claren do that thing with his dagger, uh, I want to walk up and be like, Claren, you're doing it wrong. May I? And reach out my hand for the dagger. Oh, gosh. 
Yeah, here you go. Be my guest. He won't listen to me. No. I want to drive it into his shoulder. No. Oh, no. oh my god. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's leaning into it, guys. <laughs> you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. This is it. We don't need to just kill this man. We we don't know who he is. He didn't kill him. She's right. Hey, a you. shoulder wound is not going to kill this hey, man. Hey, We're you. causing a commotion. Hey, you. And there's like this kid standing off nearby. Y- you guys, y'all need to let them go. And now you see like a bunch of people starting to kind of gather around. They're like, yeah, yeah, what's going on here? Y'all need to let them go. We're okay. calling the guard. Did I make a mistake by giving Zach that <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Torgan is going to say, uh, she's right. We, we we really don't know anything about them. He's going to kneel down and like kind of get more level with the the guys and be like, okay. listen, we're not, we're not looking for trouble. <laughs> we don't want to hurt you. Except Chris does. <laughs> you said to the man... After he just buried a dagger into his back. <laughs> there you go. That's, I'm just Me glad. neither. Go ahead. Very good. Oh. The, just tell us, tell us where friend Boppin' is, and we can let you go. Okay. Are you still talking to the blonde-haired one? Yeah. I'm still on top of this dude, like, okay. choking and him He out. has a dagger stuck in his, in his shoulder, and he's like, Argh! I ripped the dagger out. Oh! I, I, re- I removed the dagger. Oh, oh okay. That sounds Can I have that back? <laughs> no. Oh, hey, it's mine. No, don't give it back to Go Chris ahead either. and make me a persuasion check, Torgan. Well, I didn't stab him. I was just trying to make him talk, man. <laughs> I just slapped him. Non-lethal interrogation. Yeah. That's an 18. Okay, so that's actually pretty good. He recognizes that being surrounded by what may or may not be crazy people... Yeah. You don't seem too crazy. Uh, and so he says, look, I can't, I can't tell you. I can't, I can't tell you anything. Uh, they'll kill me. Who will kill you? I will kill you. Let's see, Mogert, are you standing nearby and watching? All right, yep. go, roll me a perception check. I got an eight plus, probably not good. Plus four, 12. Eight plus four. So with a 12... Just the slightest little bit you notice that as he says, I can't tell you anything, they'll kill me. You see his eyes kind of twitch. And when they do, they just kind of twitch over toward the other guy. So Mogert's going to, well, I'm going to go pick up my hammer. Okay. Kjord is still holding the other guy. Yeah, I'm going to go pick it up and put it in my backpack. Okay. And I'm going to go up to the other guy. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm just going to get, like, really close to his face. Oh. And I'm going to squint my eyes. Okay. You said he smells? Yeah, he's sweaty. Oh. He don't smell like a werewolf. No. No. (laughs) Like a Grover's. He doesn't smell like a wet dog. (laughs) He just smells like sweat and smoke and gross. So, between you and me, Kjord can probably hear, but she's going to, like, try to whisper. And me. And and (laughs) Kjordgi. Kjordgi. Uh, If, uh... If you don't just tell these guys what they want to hear, you're probably going to die. Just warning you. I tried to stop them. So, could you give me a little bit of who you are? Uh, he looks up at you, and like his eyes are pretty dark, and he's just kind of like squinting at you. He, he gives you a pretty stoic look, like he seems pretty unmoved by what you're saying. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. It's for good measure. Oh, 
So it's an eight because I have a negative one. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that, that's about how it seems. He seems completely unmoved, and he, he just kind of gives you a little bit of a dead stare, and then he looks away from you, just looking off and toward nothing. <sighs> George, you definitely saw and heard this whole exchange. By the way, you guys are still in the middle of the street. There are still lots of people all around you in the middle of the street. You would know at least one person ran off to get the guard. I'm, this is the last time I'll be telling you that. Okay. We don't it's care. It's time to go uh, to sleep now. Is is there a building nearby? Kyork <laughs> said it's lots time to go to sleep now. Lots of alleys. <laughs> I just want to start like checking doors, checking alleys to see where like nobody is to see if we can drag them off somewhere. There's plenty of places you could try to you could try to lead them down a dark alley. Uh, if that's what you want to try to do, but you know you do have somewhat of a crowd watching. I mean, we could go back to uh, to uh, Boppin's place, the shack, the shed. Uh, I mean, they're gonna know where we're going, so honestly, we need a distraction. Yeah, at this point, they are definitely watching you and have formed an opinion about you guys. Torgan will turn to the other guy then. Okay. Listen, we can do this the easy way, or we can wait until the guards get here and get them involved. <laughs> Who are you? Call the guards. Help yourself. Uh, I'll be glad to tell them how that the five of you attacked us unprovoked in the middle of the street for no reason. I put my arm around his neck and tighten it. Okay. I'll be glad to tell them how that the five of you attacked us in the street. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, what, what are you going for here? You just going to squeeze him, squeeze the breath out of him? Yeah. Okay. You got him in a chokehold. Time for a nap. He's struggling. He's struggling. Give me a grapple check. We're co-grappling here. That's a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, I got a, he got a natural one. Look, it's a nat yeah, one. Wow. <laughs> you kill him, his head pops right off. I got no, a I'm natural 20. <laughs> Before he can like get a word out, his eyes roll back in his head, and he is immediately just hes unconscious. All right, I pick him up and throw him over my shoulder. Okay. Let's go, guys. Did you kill? Did you kill him? Is he dead? Did you kill him? He's not Someone dead. Someone knocked this guy out. Did real. you kill him? Yeah, and you're next if you don't talk. Don't kill me. I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you anything. Please, don't kill me. Don't hurt him anymore. Get him and go. Can I tie him up with my rope dagger dart thing? <laughs> He's going to tell us. Just say what you need to say. Who are you? We need to get out of here. Uh, 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 he, uh, if I, he was going to kill me if I said anything. Who? Uh, him, he says, pointing at the other guy. Who is he? This guy, his name is Zeke. But he's nobody. Uh, well, look, look, look. I, I um, uh, I, I'm, you looking looking for the gnome? Yes. Okay. Well, he's. You, well, you know, now that I think about it, they'll probably kill me. You guys will probably kill me if I, if I tell you, will you let me go? We won't kill you. We'll let you go. Okay. Um. Uh, you just go go to the hog trough inn. The hog trough. Yeah, hog trough inn. You know the one up there with the with the pig on the sign. The hog trough. Uh, go. Uh, that's, um, that's where Boppin is. I don't know, but that's where that's where they took him earlier, and they told us to keep an eye out if anybody from his, you know, his job came looking for him. We had to supposed to, t- to tell him, uh, <clears throat> tell him you killed me. Pig sign. Mogert is going to look at the group. Get out of here now. Let's go. And she's going to put her arm around the guy that y'all just let go. Okay. She's going to look at the crowd, and that was the great show of this man right here. Oh Ain't goodness. that right? And she pokes him. Oh, um, uh, 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 yeah. This is what you do when people <laughs> I am come. an actor. Thank you, sir. And she pats him on the back. And we will be done. Thank you. And she starts oh, bowing and show. she runs with the <laughs> dudes that way. Roll me, roll me a performance check, Mother. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a minus one. An eight. <laughs> Why eight. is that doing that? 
uh, people look very <laughs> unconvinced as you all then turn and run away one direction and the other guy turns and runs away in another direction. But they are confused. I'll give you that. That's yeah. good. Uh, you all take off running? I throw the guy down in the street. Um, <laughs> the one guy? The, the guy that I choked out? Yeah. Yes. Stone down? No, we need him. Oh, my goodness. So you all take off down the nearest alleyway, just trying to run away from this crowd. And you drop the guy there in the street. Some people rush up to that guy trying to, like, administer to him, thinking he's dead, based on maybe what someone heard you say. Uh, as you all are running away, the other guy runs in the other direction. At this moment, no one is chasing after you, but none of you know where to go except for Torgan. Torgan, you know exactly where the hog trough in is, and you know what it is. It's a real seedy dive down here. It's not really known for its uh, cleanliness, but it's not like a bad establishment, you know? I mean, you've eaten food there or, you know, gotten something to drink there multiple times. It's it's a, it's a sort of place that a lot of the miners will go visit, but it's not fancy. It's kind of rough and tough, and uh, you're about as, about as likely a lot of times to get into a fight there as you are to get a plate of, of food. Okay. Torgan will turn to the party and say, All right, I know where the hog trough in is. Follow me. Keep moving. Stay close. Who knows who else we'll run into down here. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was not one of my better shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all I noticed. Uh, I tried. I tried. Can I have my dagger back now? Whoever's got it. Uh, Torgan, Torgan has does. it. Oh, yeah, sure. You guys make your way toward the hog trough inn. Uh, Torgan is leading the way across town. It's not far, not too far from where you're at. You know, I mean, you can get there within probably 20 minutes or so walking across town. It's getting late in the day, so the streets aren't nearly as packed as they were when you guys first came into Mon City. Uh, but you finally get over there, and there is, like, you can tell when you're getting close because there's, like, smoke Um coming up. There's always smoke rising out of there. They're running the ovens and cooking constantly uh, and it just kind of puts off a smell. Well, they've got some engineered exhaust, if you want, you know what I'm saying? But this place is, like I said, it's old, kind of rough, and it's not really getting rid of all of it, so the smoke kind of smells around there all the time. You come close upon it and you can hear a little bit of a ruckus as you're approaching it from one of the side streets because Torgan is taking the least traveled path that he can find. And you come upon the Hog Trough Inn. It's a very plain-looking building. Uh, looks like mostly stone from the outside. Hanging above the doorway, which is just a single wooden doorway, there is a sign, and it is a. Uh, it says the Hog Trough Inn above it, uh, and it has a like a picture sort of engraved of a pig in what looks kind of like a barrel of water. You know, but it's not water. It's like foaming, like like meat or brew or whatever. Suds. Suds. You know, it's coming out that barrel with a pig down in there. And uh, as you're as you kind of get within sight of it, you see uh, there, there's a couple people standing around outside. Some of them seem to be in various states of uh, inebriation. Uh, it is that time of day. Drink. And uh, there you are. You can all see it. Cool. We're here. Torgan walks right up past all the people. This is uh. This is not new for him. Mm -hmm. He's been here many times. Sure. Just throw, throws the door open. So as you as you go to grab the door, the door bursts open, 
and two dwarves come rolling out, just beating each other in the face. They're just like rolling around on the ground, just punching each other in the face. That's lovely. Yes! Like just yelling obscenities at one another, <laughs> and then, then a couple of them, a couple more follow out after them. They're like, yes! Fight! <laughs> Hit them with the chest! Kill him! Rip his teeth out! Mogert's also cheering and really getting yes. into this fight. Yank off his beard! <laughs> <laughs> then they dive on top of him, and then there's four of them just beating on each other. <laughs> oh, Kyorgi, this is great. We should have come here earlier. We should have come here sooner. Uh, Welcome uh, to the gauntlet. <laughs> this is the gauntlet. The real gauntlet. I get the total rock. Okay. Uh, so now, Torgan, now you can go inside if you like. Okay, Torgan sidesteps those fighting uh, dwarves and, and walks do in. Do the rest of you yes. follow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody? I'm, I'm, I'm <clears> back. Yeah. yeah. Chris, what are you thinking right now? I'm kind of thinking I want to hit somebody, but not going to do that yet. You just stabbed somebody. I want to hit somebody. I know. <laughs> I feel like it's it's too soon. Okay. You know, I got to wait before I start another okay. fight. So you go inside, and it stinks in here of smoke, beer, or whatever. Like, it smells a little bit like like It smells cold, musty. And it smells like <laughs> people drinking, and it smells like people smoking. It's just a kind of a rough place and there's a it's loud people are yelling out at each other uh there you hear a a glass shatter and like no one even responds to it across the room um and people are just kind of shoulder to shoulder in here there's a bar up ahead and they're sitting shoulder to shoulder to shoulder up on the bar uh as you're walking up somebody uh like hops up onto a bar stool and then slides off the other side and falls on the ground because they're just completely wasted i guess Aww. and you know this is just kind of all going on around you guys you walk in it's it's kind of pandemonious it and torgan you've been here many 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 times and you've seen some rough and tumble type things going on in here but this place is out of sorts right now you've never seen it this bad you know it's it is the gauntlet mm. and there are a lot of people here that aren't usually from dimmerhold and so there are a lot more people in here than you're used to seeing here and it seems like things are starting to get a little bit out of hand um, you, what would you, what would you do? What would kind of be your first instinct when you step inside? Torgan would look around, take it in. I hate gauntlet season. <laughs> 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 and then uh, try to push his way to the uh, bartender. Okay, so you know the barkeep, sort of the general barkeep, and you're keeping an eye out for him. Is a uh, is a somewhat of a grumpy dwarf named Bernard Holtock. That's his name. Bernard Holtock. Can we call him Bernie? Bernard. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, you can, uh, sure, yeah, go for it. I just told you he's disgruntled. Go for it. Try to mispronounce his name. I'm sure he'll love that. Anyway, you, you got to kind of push your way up onto uh, into a spot there at the bar and you see who you recognize as Bernard. Uh, d- dirty blonde hair, short beard, cut off just below his collar, which is kind of uncommon for most dwarves. He looks like he's kind of got a grimace on his face, <laughs> looking around at all the people in here and all the ruckus going on, and you do see him up there. You kind of got to squeeze in between a couple of dwarves. So you're stepping up there to get his attention. What are the other four of you doing? Uh, Mogret's just amazed uh-huh. at all this going yeah. on, and she's uh-huh. really just, like, staring, laughing, You pointing. see a couple people arm wrestling? <laughs> oh, she, she might want to go over there, but then she thinks, you know, we're not here for that. Mm. No. I don't know. What She's, about the rest of you? Yeah, Cure would also love to just spout everybody, but uh, he's, he's, re- back. he's restraining himself. Yeah. Wow. Okay, what about, uh, what about Claren? I'm going to need to look for some foes here. You're looking around. I'm looking for some foes, yeah. Looking for someone who looks suspicious. Oh. 
<laughs> Which is everyone, but I know what you mean. Give me a perception check. <laughs> no? Is that a natural one? No. What is it's it? It's a three plus seven. Okay, well, I mean, you know, you're looking around. There's just too much going on. You see people. There's so many people in here that look suspicious. Like, half the people in here look like they could be brigands working for somebody who's a crook. In that moment, you're like, I, I don't know where to start. And, you know, you see Torgan step up and start hailing the uh, bartender, Chris. Are you just kind of going along for the ride? Yeah, I'm just kind of tagging along with everyone. You see Bernard over there looking disgruntled. You call out to him? Yeah. Howdy, Bernard. He doesn't hear you. It seems like it seems like it's so loud he, he can't really hear you. Bernard. He kind of perks up, and, and you see him kind of like squint his eyes and look around like he's looking for somebody that called his name. You kind of got your arm up or something, like waving at him? Yeah, Torgan raises his arm gives him the... Like the back the trailer up hand motion, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> back, back the back the trailer up. Uh, he sees you over there. He, you, you see the slightest eye roll, and then he he kind of sits down the dirty glass he was cleaning with a dirty rag, and he walks down towards you. Oh, hey, uh, Torgan. <clears throat> what can I do for you, Bernard? Yeah, I'm looking for Boppin. Have you seen him, Boppin? Yeah, Philibrick. You know, I'm in here all the time with him. Well, yeah, no, I know him. I know him, Torgan. You might have noticed there's a lot of people here. Uh, I hadn't really seen a lot of folk uh, that I know. A lot of a lot of these out-of-towners uh, coming in here, starting fights, stuff like that. Uh, you know, this this flibbing gauntlet season. I wish they all stay up at the Moonlight Sanctuary. You're telling me. I You're mean, telling me. Margaret's just leaned up against the bar. <laughs> he, he looks over at He looks over his shoes. A- anyway, you know, everybody's like, well, I've got to make tons of gold while all these tourists and visitors come to town. But I'll tell you right now, I've lost more money. I'm going to either replace a table over there. They broke four chairs in the last two hours. Four chairs, Torgan. You know what it's going to cost me to get four chairs replaced? Burn, burn. I hate to hear about the damages, but I don't really have time. Mm. I think Bobbin's in trouble. In trouble, you say? <clears throat> yeah, we ran into a couple fellas uh, that seemed to know something about him, said he was here. Here? Said they was here? Yeah, mm. at the hog trough. Well, well, like I said, I hadn't really uh, seen him, you know. Hmm. Can't really say. Fishy. I stand on the counter. You climb up on the counter? Yes. Mogert is also climbing yes. up behind Kyorby. Yes. <laughs> Where is Boppin Philibrick? We're looking oh for a man gosh. this tall. Actually, how tall is he? I don't remember. Torgan is looking for his friend. Stop, 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 stop. He starts like slapping both of your legs. Let's get, get down. Stop it. Okay. Get down. Oh, do you know where Boppin is? Get down. Where is Get down off the table. <laughs> he starts slapping your legs. Get down off the table. Mugger jumps Staking down. Staking half-orc. <laughs> Get out of my bar. While this is going on, Torgan leaves. Where do you go? Torgan has exited. You leave the building? Yeah, he just steps outside, so he's not associated with them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Torgan! Torgan, get your friends off of my bar. Torgan's gone. I'm going to walk over to a different table away from the bar. Okay. 
step up onto it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Just start shouting, where is Boppin' Philibrick? Are you standing there? I'm in there, You're yes. standing there looking around. He sees you. He he lunges over the table and grabs Claren by the collar and pulls into his face and says, get them down and I'll help you. Get them down. You're going to get all <laughs> of us killed. See you it work. morons. <laughs> Absolutely. We did it. Idiots. <laughs> All of our commotion made him talk. And then he pushes back, nothing to see here. So Mogert starts, <laughs> Mogert starts singing a dwarvish tale. And, <laughs> wow. and then she climbs down as they start. I'm going to look at Kjorg and I'm going to, Kjorg, he said he'll help you get down. Okay, I jump down. Get Mogert and Chris down also. You step out and you go after Torgan? Yeah. Yeah. You, okay, Torgan's outside. It's <laughs> just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> you, are you just standing out there? Yeah, he's just leaning against the uh, <clears throat> against the wall, just watching that, that, those dwarves fighting over. in the ground over here, just like rolling around, still fighting on the ground. <laughs> you yeah. see him leaning on the wall. Tell him, Torgan, I, I got it handled. I think we we're okay. You said it'd help us if I got him down, and they're no longer dancing around like monkeys. Okay, you come Let's inside, go. and uh, all three of the others—Chris, uh, Kjorg, and. Mogert have stepped over uh, to the side of the bar where there's like the part of it that lifts up so that uh, Bernard can step out through it. And when he does, he walks over to this door and there's this big old dude. He's like a dragonborn with black, dark, dark, like midnight black scales. And he kind of walks over and uh, Bernard taps him on the shoulder and he leans his ear over and Bernard says something into his ear. And then he goes over and pulls the, the little gate thing back down and he mans the bar. Bernard turns to the five of you and he kind of looks around and gives you a little nod and steps into the door that the big dude was just standing in front of. You guys step through the door and it is a, a hall, like a small hallway. You can see off to one side there's a door that sounds like a kitchen going there, people doing something in the kitchen. And uh, up ahead uh, there is uh, another door and he goes and opens it and you step inside and it is a tiny little like office type room uh, there's like some papers and stuff on a very small desk there's just enough room for you to all stand in here like literally shoulder to shoulder or shoulder to leg or whatever you know i mean i know that chris is pretty short <clears throat> so like you all just kind of cram in here he goes and gets on the other side of the desk and he sits down uh and you all kind of have to step inside and you can close the door behind you but you're literally just like bunched up shoulder to shoulder standing there what are we doing in here shut <laughs> up <laughs> listen What's his deal? You absolute psychos <laughs> walked in here trying to get yourselves and me killed. Stupid. It was stupid what you did. You climb up on the bar. You start screaming. What are you thinking? What's going on, Bernard? You got a death wish. That's what's going on. Your friends here, Torgan. Who are these people? Friends is a strong word. <laughs> I'm Mogert Stonefire. The people's champion. Mogert Stonefire. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Listen. I was hoping maybe you'd offer me a bit of gold or something like that, you know? Oh. I mean, I was trying to be pretty obvious about having... Shake your coin purse all you want now. The gold, yeah, sure. All this could have been avoided. That's right. You're going to pay me. Absolutely. You're going to pay me. I need a new job. <laughs> <laughs> and a new hideout. This place is really It's not little. a hideout. It's just a it's a bar. It's a tavern in the end. We sell food. We sell drink. We sell beds. People fight. We make money. Anyway. Bernard, what what do you know? I have money. Alright. Fifty 
No, let me see. This might be a... Oh, look, we know each other. I'll give you a discount. 45 gold pieces. <laughs> 45. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's right. 45. I told you, four chairs in the last two hours. Four chairs. You want to know where bopping is? I, I like bopping. Nothing against bopping. It's just business. 45 gold pieces. You're saying bopping's life is worth 45 gold pieces? D&D <laughs> it, guys. You can, you can try and... Negotiate. You're using intimidation, using so persuasion, I've got, using deception. I've got so, this piece of fur from the uh, wolves that's been causing problems. You want that? No, instead? I want oh. 45 oh. gold pieces. I mean, okay. Uh, Paul, yes. my character sheet actually doesn't have any gold. Should okay. I like, put some on there? Yeah. You actually have 45. <laughs> you actually have 50 <laughs> gold. Just enough to pay the man. Paul, does he have a coin purse on him? Who? Nah, this guy. Oh, he's sitting. Gosh. He's sitting on a in a chair behind the desk, and you guys are crammed shoulder to shoulder. You cannot get to him and steal uh, mm -hmm, from him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, can he, he can. see me over the desk? <laughs> like you can't. It's impossible. <laughs> I was going to give him his own money. I know what you're going to do. You can't. Dang it! Trying Dang to see Torgan if you had a if you chose a. I'll, I'll look real quick because you should have chosen like a lifestyle, like wealth level. Go he's character. probably pretty poor. Okay, yeah, you got it at poor. So. You probably got like something akin to ten gold pieces on you for a journey, okay. which is still quite a bit of money. But you know, you know, the journey like sure. this could cost a lot. So, is anybody going to try and intimidate, convince? Is he an animal? Because I got plus four to no. animal handling. Okay. He, if something doesn't happen soon, he's going to stand firm on forty-five gold pieces. I said, is forty-five gold pieces all that Poppin is worth to you? Oh gosh, don't make him go higher. Someone's life. You're asking for money over someone's life. I didn't say that. I'm just saying. No, you you did say that. You all tried to get me killed. You said You're 45 gold pieces. You're the one withholding information that could cost someone their life. He's got the very, point. That's a very good point. <laughs> Everybody in the room's like, huh? Oh. I didn't think of it that way. It's not, it's not like that. I pull out the Mogador and slam it on his desk. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? There is a resounding boom. And here's what I'm going to do with everybody's sort of saying their own parts and doing their own things. Morgan over here offering fur. I don't, I don't know what Chris is doing. Shaking his sock at people. Yeah, he's just like, look at these <laughs> look at these stones I got over here. I got these stones. Um, I'm going to say go ahead and give me an intimidation check, but I'm not going to I'm going to call this a with the use of your hammer I'm, I'll let you use strength instead of uh, charisma. It'll be a strength intimidation instead, which means you roll you are Trained in intimidation, so you add your proficiency modifier, which is a plus three plus your strength. So you add a plus eight. Okay. Roll it. That's eleven plus eight. It's a nineteen. He flips his chair backwards, but there's not enough room for it to fall all the way back, and so like it catches on the wall, and he's kind of like a turtle on his shell, and he, he's like, ah, ah, okay, 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 all right, 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 uh, five gold pieces, one each. Five gold pieces. I got, I got, you know, I need something, please. Five gold pieces. Torgan, Torgan tosses him five. He's mad about it, but he just wants to get to bopping. Okay. He's in the cellar. But wait, don't, don't, don't just go. Listen to me. Uh, it's not just him. There's this guy here. Uh, I'm not really that scared of him. I don't really know who he is. He thinks he's somebody big, but he's paying me. A pretty significant amount of gold to let him stay here and use this as a sort of 
base of operations. Now, you know, I don't really like to get involved in things like that, Torgan, but, well, you know, his offer for the gold was good. So, no questions asked. I let him stay here. I did see a couple of guys drag Poppin in earlier. I turned. He looks kind of ashamed for a minute. I just sort of turned my head. Do you know who they were? I don't know who they were, but I know who they were working for. How much are you charging him to stay here? Uh, it's not that I'm charging him. It's that he's paying me. He Forty-five? Oh, no. Just wondering. Then who were they working for? Uh, some some guy calls himself the Falcon or something. He thinks he thinks he's a crime lord. Uh oh. <clears throat> he's in the cellar right Where now. Where is the cellar? Uh, you go outside this door. Where is the cellar? I need to know now. Where is she? No, you need to Where listen. Where is the cellar? Listen, he's got he's got guys down there looking he out. He just starts twitching. I don't care. You need to care. If you march in there, there's enough of them. Look. Probably kill all of you. I don't care. Well, if you want to go down there and die, I guess that's your business, Torgan. He won't kill me. This guy's right here. He's 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 got a death wish. He won't kill me. Well, maybe not, but he might kill Bop in the moment he sees you. Are you making them all pay? This is irrelevant. Look, he's in the cellar. I'm going back inside. Don't drag me into this. But listen, if you walk down those stairs and you start just punching faces and don't do anything, it just might kill Boppin. You know, I'm just saying, if you want to save Boppin, you need to... Is there a back door to the cellar? No, it's a cellar. (sighs) It's one door. Go down. You'll go down. There's stairs. Goes down. The stairs turn. Probably someone's sitting at the bottom of the steps watching right now. So you're going to need someone who can be really sneaky. Are there any secret tunnels? No. I'm pretty good at performing. <laughs> secret tunnels. Torgan's been watching him with a just a disgusted look, and uh, he's yeah. gonna shake his head and say, "Bernard, I thought we were close. I thought, I thought, Boppin and I could trust you, but you, you sold him out for gold. I don't believe it." He drops his head. He doesn't say anything. Let's go, guys. Mogert walks out and breaks a chair. <laughs> and <does> it. <laughs> points her two fingers just at like him. Just giving like him the, the, finger, the eyes thing. Yeah. I'm watching you. You all go outside and you can uh, shut the door. And the door that Bernard said was the entrance to the cellar is basically right across the hallway from you. So what are we doing here, Torgan? <sighs> Your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't know what to do. Hmm. Torgan is is gonna grab a chair and just smash against the floor. It feels good. Okay. Be- okay. So before we all go in, when we was at the king's house and y'all y'all found out that I was not who I said I was. Yes. Right. Okay. So before we go barging in, the Falcon, he's he's my father. Oh. I've been looking for him. For years. Is there a waiter walking by? No. You guys are like in a back hallway. Is there a cup of water? <laughs> are you going to spit that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to. <laughs> sure. No, I'm you kidding. Grab... <laughs> no. I grab a cup of water. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I've, been, I've been looking for him for a while. So I reach in my pocket uh-huh. and I pull out this necklace. Uh-huh. It was my mother's necklace. Mm. And I pull it out and I say, he killed my mother. Well, he didn't physically, but he sent us on a a mission. We had to go deliver something. 
and he's the reason she's dead. And this is the only thing I have left of her. And I've been trying to find him for quite some time to make amends or get revenge, one of the two, I don't know. So here I have a plan so we both can get what we want. Let's hear it. We need to we need to get in without being seen, of course, figure out where Boppin's at and if the Falcon is in here at that moment and I can distract Falcon while you go get Boppin. Okay. And if it comes down to it, leave me. Sounds good. You ready to be an orphan? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he already is. Yeah. I already am. <laughs> I'm Batman. So, shouldn't we rest and let things die down? We did cause a commotion. We let things die down, people die. I'll distract Falcon, and you Hmm. go get bopping. Don't worry about me. You're telling me this crime lord that is camping out at the hog trough is your dad? Yes. Okay. Shocking, I know. I mean, not as guy as I am, right? That's why I had to lie about who I was. I didn't need him knowing if who I was when I come in if he was anywhere around. So Mogert puts her hand in the middle of all of them. Hmm. So I guess we're going on a mission. You're already on a mission. You're going on a ne- uh, submission. <laughs> Mogert doesn't side know. quest. Side quest. Side quest initiated. Okay. You put, put your hand. I'll out. put we're my hand in. And, I'll put my <laughs> hand in and be like. I guess we are. Karki, come on. Champion team on three. <laughs> there it is. Champion team on three. Champion. But except quiet, because you're sneaking. Champion team on three? My hand always goes last. Oh, okay. Chris, Torgan. Murray. <laughs> you can't stand there too long. My arm will go sleep. Torgan will slide his hand in, looking both confused <laughs> and kind of kind of just pressured into it. <laughs> Peer pressure. It's the he best. He just caved. Chris? I'm going to hold my staff up and just sit the bag of stones <laughs> on top of everyone's hands. No, you're not. I you mean, are not going to do that. Too late. Already you're, did it. You are not going to do that. Just okay, put your way. hand in. Put your hand in there, Chris. I just did. No. Hands. Hands. Chris, put your hand in. You get the stones or nothing. Chris, put your hand I reach over and grab Chris's hand and put it in there. Okay. Yes. Before, before we count. Before we count. Yes. I'm going to look at Torgan and say, for mother and for bopping. Champions team on three. <laughs> Champions team on three. <laughs> we gotta okay. whisper it though. You gotta whisper it. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Champions, Champions team. team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the worst D&D party that ever lived. <laughs> it is not. No, I'm just kidding. This is great. <laughs> I think it's a good place to do this stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Bopping. If you want to witness uh, the death of of, uh, of Claren- the rest of Clarence's uh, family, uh, tune in next week. <laughs> It'll be me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. We're so glad that you took the time to listen. And um, you are the best. This has been Make Believe Heroes. Uh, this has been fun. <laughs> I I didn't know what to expect. But me neither. It didn't exactly go the way I thought it would, but you know what? It never does. Uh, <laughs> hey. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, tune in next week to find out what happens to Claren's dad and also uh, or Claren. Bop and Philibrick and, and also uh, the rest of Bernard's chairs. So, uh, <laughs> I hope they should have just got a bunch of chairs and crashed yeah. them right in the middle. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. 
We love you. Love. And good night. Good night. Goodbye. Ciao. Good night. After listening to you do that Gollum impersonation for literally four minutes, I almost I almost physically died. <laughs> so, no. Banned. Banned. There will be in-game repercussions. Giggity, giggity, giggity. That's two. <laughs> what happened? I can make it to six. Random, <laughs> random disadvantage. Here we go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. It stinks in here of smoke. Beer or whatever. Unwashed butt crack. Yeah, unwashed butt crack. <laughs> that's disgusting. That's nasty. You're freak. Uh, my favorite. No. That's nasty. Not that. It doesn't smell like butt crack. Please. Five gold pieces. Torgan tosses him five. He's mad about it, but he just wants to get to bottom. Mogert throws five. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't giving this man no extra money. <laughs> she said, oh, never mind. Well, I'll raise you ten. On. Yeah. All right. Mogert throws the fur on the Listen, desk. Listen, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have some, just some fur. I just ripped it off this pelt. It's just some hairs. So, shouldn't we rest and let things die down? We did cause a commotion. <laughs> we let things die down, the... people die. Shouldn't we take a long rest? <laughs> <laughs> I ordered I ordered a hot pizza. Can we eat the pizza first? We need our nutrients. You know what'd be great right now? Give me no Some eagle powers. Some watermelon. No. That Not messed that. up Zalbar. Yeah. That messed him up. You that's really good watermelon. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um yeah. my favorite voice.